Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. It's charming, it's quaint, but it's not without its problems. We continue our series overview this week with Jan Karen's Mitford books, set in a town possibly much like the one I'm broadcasting from. We're off to North Carolina on Book of the Day. Back on Book of the Day, we are discussing the uh, interesting phenomena known as book series this week with uh, our wonderful uh, Steve Donahue, a man who says he's a book critic, and he's got the reviews to prove it. <laughs> it's true. Never written a review of a Mitford book. No. Interesting. But, no, I never have. Okay. Now we're talking about Jan, Mitford, Jan Karen's Mitford mm-hmm. series here, and uh, any of you who've read these books will probably have an idea of why I've never reviewed them they're not reviewable they don't exist in that world they don't want any of the things that a reviewer would want they're not doing any of the things that a reviewer is trained to comment on and they're just there's something completely different much like uh andrew greeley mm-hmm. the series 
Irish stew, Irish wedding, Irish country village, that sort of thing. They're the same thing. Uh, and they, the, the Midford books, I mean, you mentioned that they're, that they're probably a town very much like your own. And I think that's a huge part of their appeal is that mm -hmm. there's the town of Midford is meant to be fairly universal. I, most people in the United States and most people in the world live in cities, big cities. I've Busy. heard about that. <laughs> no one likes to admit it. That's, that's one demographic breakdown that everyone dislikes, even people who live in cities. No one likes that demographic, and yet it's true and overwhelmingly true. It's not like 51% to 49. It's overwhelmingly true for reasons that you can easily understand. But nevertheless, even though that statistic is true, Almost everybody has a Mitford that they love. Or uh, if, if, for instance, CPL radio is going out or all across the airwaves all over Cedarburg and parts south and east, if our podcast is falling on the delicate pink shell-like ears of any rebellious young people who are thinking that Cedarburg is a dead end and, oh, my God, I can't wait to get out of this place, allow my producer and I to tell you how wrong you are. <laughs> You're going to spend the rest of your life pining for the thing you are telling yourself you hate right now. <laughs> I have that with my children as we speak. I it have is simply yes. going to happen. And yeah. for good reason. It's not a mistake. It's not a delusion. It's going to happen for a good reason. It's the typical thing with the Ute, with local Utes. <laughs> they don't know when they've got it good. Yeah. Just and to be that... able to park, Steve. Just to be able to park your car. Yes, what a park. gift. You can walk on a sidewalk and say good morning to somebody you don't know. <laughs> Without them seeing that you said good morning to them, pulling the gun they have in their hidden carry from their the small of their back and shooting you 150 times so that because you said hello to someone you don't know, the police forensic team can't even identify your DNA. Now, to be fair, I am the uh, local radio uh, producer and librarian, so that could still happen to me here at Cedarburg. Sorry, <laughs> right, I didn't mean to tap into the secret or maybe not so secret desires of so many listeners <laughs> and one of your co-hosts on. Oh Cedarburg. dear! <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> but in general, I mean, yes. some small town residents go out of their way to be you know that guy um, but in general i think midford is supposed to be an idealized version of the midford that we all have i have one everybody has one most people have one even if they've never experienced it directly i know a young man who lives in india mm -hmm. in a very big very busy very bustling city there sure. are you know satellite dishes and connecting wires and whatnot everywhere it has nothing in the way of public green space at all. And he thinks he has a Midford. He doesn't. I At one time, I tried to point that out to him. One time, I tried to say, well, you were born in the apartment downstairs. Your idea... That was his Midford. <laughs> yeah, your idea of a spring shower is the washing machine in the laundry room. You're, you don't. But nevertheless, he does. People do. Yeah. And Jan Karen really capitalizes on that. She, it, she works in some sometimes somewhat pointed drama mm -hmm. in the Midford books. I yeah. largely ignored these things until I saw that my customers in a bookstore could not get enough of them. Yes. And yeah. then I read the first few to see what it was. Not, I didn't, I wasn't expecting to fall under its spell myself and I didn't, hmm. but I wanted to know what, what was attracting people. Sure. To this. sure and it's sure. pretty easy to see, 
right? I mean, you've read a few of them. I have. And um, I think she's tapping into some, it's the same reason that currently on uh, various uh, internet uh, TV providers, there's an entire 24-hour channel that just plays Andy Griffith show reruns all day long. People and Midford and Mayberry are not that far apart. And it's interesting here in Cedarburg, it even has come up at town council meetings saying, well, this is our little Mayberry. And I always have to chuckle because I'm like, did you guys know that actually, especially in the later seasons, you know how frustrated Andy Griffith is with all you insane townspeople? <laughs> it's his own personal hell. So you all, you try to use this as kind of a, uh, you know, a uh, umbrella of, of warmth to say one person's warmth is another. Oh, there are, definite, there are definite drawbacks. You see those a little bit, even in the Midford books. Yes, definitely. Definite drawbacks. I'm not saying this is an unmixed paradise. Right. You might have, you know, the sweetness and light of the forever summer of Mayberry, but Aunt B knows whether or not you went to church. <laughs> yes, she does. She knows whether or not you went to church. And if you didn't go to church, everyone in town is going to know that <laughs> right. in an hour. <laughs> and it's going to mean something. It's going to mean something. Oh, sure. There, there'll be, a, a you know, a, an ice cream party the next Saturday and you somehow won't be invited. Small town <laughs> can seem mighty big and mighty empty if it turns its back on you. And yeah. that's that's the the dark side of, of this kind of Midford thing that right. Jan Cameron really doesn't touch on it all that much. You just have to. Not much, although I think Father Tim, uh, Father Kavanaugh is kind of the. Uh, um... Uh, the, the running through, yeah, our, our our eyes and ears, so to speak. And um, there are in the th in the three I've read of the series, there's more than once where he even will kind of have an internal monologue of, uh, "There might be more than <laughs> there might be more than this." <laughs> and yeah, so but by, by the end, though, to your point, he does realize this is this is what I want. This is great. You know? And I should also mention that. You're not you're not dumping heavy freight over the side in order to enjoy that idyllic scenery. Right. Dan Karen can actually write. Yes. So you're not you're not you're not abandoning everything in order to enjoy that. That that's it, this is not the, the land of the lotus eaters. She these are good books. <laughs> yeah. They're good, interesting books. The characters are well drawn. The narration is is lean and mm -hmm. pretty efficient. As reading experiences, I really I feel a little odd saying that because I honestly think that 99% of the people who read these books and love them don't read them for reading experiences. I don't mean that to sound condescending, but they, the last thing on earth they care about is the quality of the prose, I would say, Possibly when it comes true. to yeah. Mitford books like this. We touched on this element yesterday. Uh, we, we, we touched on a lot of other elements that would attract somebody to books and series yesterday. One of the ones we touched on yesterday that really comes to the fore today is comfort. Yo, yes, <laughs> very much so. <laughs> if you if your books in series, if the thing that's recurring is not a character so much, Father Tim notwithstanding, but rather a place, well, then you're going straight for the comfort part of the brain. You're yeah. going to for the part of the brain where people want to live in Mitford themselves. Oh, absolutely, but quite the opposite of, for instance, the very Mitford similar small towns that occur in Flannery O'Connor. <laughs> inside of Mitford. Then right. read Flannery O'Connor. Read it at your peril. You'll never go back to Midford the same way. But nevertheless, <laughs> right. in fact, I'm curious to know. One of the questions that I have for you Indeed. is, do, does Flannery O'Connor have a readership? 
Among young men, <laughs> young men, uh, they gravitate right away to a good man is hard to find collection. I should know, well worn. I, I just took a ding at those young people, but uh, part of Flannery O'Connor's brilliance is the in, that this sheer acid incendiary nature of the prose really appeals to young readers. Mm -hmm. It makes them. It shows a lot of people uh, that so-called canonical classic stuff that's taught in schools can also thrill them right down to the roots of their hair. That, that is absolutely true. That, I want to point out that's, <laughs> that is a feeling that young people get when they read Flannery O'Connor. I want to point out that's true of Homer, too. <laughs> just, just, it's a little bit more accessible when it comes to Flannery O'Connor. But, okay, so Flannery O'Connor has a readership at the library, but tell me, tell me about the readership of Mitford. Um, besides yours truly, um, the, the hair color might be a little bluish. <laughs> Uh, they're all very sweet. <laughs> Check these books out. And what's worse is when they bring the books back, they're even sweeter. <laughs> it calls yeah, me to no end. Here that neither one of us is offering those descriptions in derision. No, no, not worked, at all. I worked in a bookstore for a long time, and those, <laughs> those sweet, well-spoken, blue-haired ladies were my favorite customers, and they knew it. <laughs> they absolutely knew it. I gave them priority. I gave them special treatment, and they deserved it. Every day, they deserved it. You're, not, you're going to be hard-pressed to find another group in society <laughs> that prioritizes when it goes outside the house being courteous. Yeah, certainly that. I That's guarantee... long way. <laughs> I suspect, Steve, that, like myself, you were the recipient of a lot of baked goods at your goods, Yes. I got... <laughs> Pats on the cheek, literal pats on the cheek. Yes, I got all of that. Yep, uh, they sense when you're a good boy, and for the ladies that we're talking about, you're never any older than a good boy, <laughs> you're just about that age. You're not ever going to reach puberty. Right. I, I might be getting your advice on what books to buy, but uh, nevertheless, <laughs> right? right. So, all right, so is it only those ladies by and large? Yeah, it is. Um, and that's, and is it, that's a Do you do some of them just come keep coming back to Midland? Yeah. Really? They'll, they'll, yeah, they'll blow through. Um, now, interestingly enough, uh, the creator of the town of Midford is currently 85. I checked prior to the broadcast. I don't know how many more Midford books she has in her. She but parents still alive? She's 85 and still with us, yes. She's not writing. Anyway. No. <laughs> no. It's there? been some time. Yeah, I think the last Midford book I saw come through is probably six to seven years ago, if yeah. you know. Um, there's a, there's a course group of seven that are kind of a through line. And then she would do, uh, other characters in Midford, that type of thing. So she kind of, kind of strange uh, you know. to me. we we've talked on our, well, on CPL book of the day, what haven't we talked about? <laughs> but we've talked about necrofiction about, you know, a, an ongoing series that sure. is over to someone else because it's so beloved. This in strikes me as the perfect. Oh, so much so weird. Why? I wonder if Jan Karen has been approached, maybe by a, a, a romance author with standing already with sure. a, public, a publication history. I'm sure that a lot of them would be happy to continue the Midford. I wonder if she has children. <laughs> you know, I mean, there's that too because right away, uh, you know, um, yeah, I, I, um, it does seem like a ripe, 
ripe ground. And you know, the the distant cousin to this sort of thing would also be uh besides Flannery O'Connor, which is the <laughs> the David Lynchian going into the ground to see the carrion beetles, you know. But um the flip side would be uh what Garrison Keeler did with uh with Lake Wobegon, which is still very beloved in in this town. Uh and in the Midwest, um as much as they tried to cancel him, uh he uh um He's still very, he's still, he's doing engagements. He's doing, you know, and he'll just stand there. Yeah. Oh yeah. He'll go to universities and, and he'll, they'll, they'll wheel him out and he'll say, it's been a quiet week. (laughs) He's still doing it. So I, I never know what to make of our current witch burning cancellations. mm -hmm. I never know what to make of that. Who hasn't said something they regret. Mm -hmm. In the past, who hasn't said something they don't regret that they should regret? In the oh, past, sure. we've said each of us has said ten of those things in this broadcast alone. <laughs> you know, I weigh that against uh, an odd habit that I I don't know how possible it is anymore. I imagine with the internet, it's really possible. If you go back and listen to a three or four hour block of Prairie Home Companion, mm-hmm. it is wonderful. It's it absolutely really wonderful. wonderful. They and don't do radio like that anymore. Every single second of those shows was garrison keeler he didn't leave anything aside he didn't say well you take care of this portion of it every second of the and they were creative units they weren't just i'm going to do a bit and then i'm going to hand this over they were all creative units they're amazing artifacts out there yeah i don't know how available they are i don't know how much of his cancellation stuck it's it, it was one of the stranger cancellations we had because everyone said, you know, initially it was horrific and horrible. And then later on, they said it may not have happened. Um, so um, but still, he's white and old. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> there we go. But uh, yeah, so it's um, it's a shame. I believe he's still cranking out some uh, Wobegonian books and the books I don't think quite are as enjoyable experience certainly the later ones as his radio show i think radio was his yeah famous. well and also the the wobegon books suffer from uh a, a really bad thing that can happen to books in series which is if the first one is absolutely terrific yes we mentioned relic yesterday yeah I... the first one is absolutely terrific and the others aren't well <laughs> that, <laughs> that's pretty bad i didn't notice that in the midford books no no yeah. not so at all remarkably even Yes. Yeah. The the writing, certainly. I mean, obviously, Jan Karen, uh, it seems like she was schooled in such a way that, uh, you know, every sentence was subject predicate. <laughs> you felt very and it's a it's a relief to read. I think I see why people do like to chase back there. And, and you mentioned the pros that maybe it wasn't the reason they come back. I would submit that perhaps it is part of it oh, because really? it, it is be, considering the pro the kinds of pros they get elsewhere they right right absolutely you know i like just what a lovely complete sentence what a what a wonderful paragraph full of complete <laughs> sentences <laughs> punctuation used properly i mean yeah you feel the elements of style are all over that. <laughs> you know? the, well if if anyone out there is thinking of offering me the job of continuing the mitford stories i'm gonna have to turn you down Geographically, there's no way I can introduce a giant killer shark. It's really something that Mitford needs. It's a giant killer shark, or maybe a Sasquatch site. Meg in Mitford. I'm not sure if anyone. Oh, come on. They'd be lining up around the bookstore. Well, Steve and I have to go uh, hammer out an outline for our next magnum opus. I have to reveal the nature of my own comfort reading. (laughs) 
<laughs> no, no, no. You'd have tentacle creatures. Oh, never mind. <laughs> I want to read that, actually, too, by the way. So there we are. Uh, Jan Karen is the author, and uh, At Home in Midford is the first book, and I highly recommend that because we didn't really talk about the fact that can you read them. You actually, of the three I read, you could jump into all three of those just fine. Um, and But I do think it's a richer experience, perhaps, to uh, start at the beginning. But yes. that's something we talked about yesterday, too, which might yes. just be a my problem, not a... <laughs> Normal well, humans probably. It's a richer experience because in, it, yeah. the books are very even and each one of them is very inviting. But At Home in Mitford is the author introducing all of yeah. this yep. to us. There's a magic in that. There is. Yeah. The early the chapters. Consciously yeah. introducing it. it. That's part of the narrative is that the author is, is self-consciously introducing the thing. Whereas, like, for instance, the first book in the Hornblower series, well, technically, Forster is introducing us to Hornblower in that book, but he's not introducing us in the sense of, oh, how do you do? Here's this. He's right. Very no. much in, in the middle of things. Whereas right, right. You're... is introducing us to this whole world. Yeah. So better to start there if you're going to start somewhere. Absolutely. Absolutely. And actually, I'm glad we talked about this, Six. I feel like I had to pick a uh, selection for the next adult uh, book club. And I think at home at Mid in Midford might be it. I love when these things happen. <laughs> I thought the one assembling moment there that you were going to go in the tentacle direction. No. <laughs> so uh, his so, <laughs> so in the mouth in the mountains of madness, uh, ladies. Uh, no, bad idea. Um, <laughs> there we go. Well, have a wonderful uh, rest of your day, everybody. Thank you for popping into uh, Book of the Day. As always, uh, Book of the Day is a. Uh, service of the uh, Cedarburg Public Library and made possible by the friends of the Cedarburg Public Library in Cedarburg, Wisconsin. He's Steve Donahue. Oh, oh, wait. And Steve Donahue has a very important point. Do any of those friends maybe have blue hair? <laughs> Not a one. It's all natural. <laughs> all, all natural blonde, all natural brunettes. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, what are you doing to me, Steve? <laughs> <laughs> I'll be taking a meeting after this broadcast. <laughs> All right, everybody. Have a great day. We'll see you for more series tomorrow. Take care, everybody. Thank you, Steve. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.